Hi, and welcome to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed, the no BS hustle-free podcast for business owners who outsource or provide outsourcing services. I'm your host, Rosie Shiloh, virtual assistant advocate and owner of Virtually Yours, the virtual assistant network. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. I'm already laughing. I have got Kate Martin here. She is a personal trainer mentor and um, I'm so happy to have a good chat with her today. And obviously Kate's you know, industry is a little bit different to ours, but what I'm talking to Kate today about is how, you know, how VAs can approach business owners, what they need to be thinking of when they're approaching business owners who, you know, need support. So it's all from the business owner's perspective. So Kate can give us some insights into her experience um, of life without a VA versus life with a VA <laughs> and also, you know, what sort of things VAs can do because, you know, marketing is one of the big things that you're, you're um, passionate about, isn't it, Kate? Yes, it is. There's a big yes. gap between all of these people who are brilliant technicians yeah, and then other people being able to find out about them. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to today. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. Um, it's so different to be on the other side of the chair. I was just trying to stop myself from asking Rosie the questions before we started. Uh, she's already she's already got in there and said we're going to spin it around a little bit later. She's going to grill me. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll try not to ask you too many questions. No, I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about your business, Kate. Uh, so my my trade, for want of a better word, is I've been a personal trainer for 20 years and done other similar things like massage and nutrition and those kinds of rehab-y um, things because I'm interested in it. I've opened business a lot up the east coast of Australia just because I've moved because of life circumstances and that was horrible at the time, you know, when you've got to start again. But it gave me a really good inkling and a really good knowledge of how to start again quickly. So, and I've had employees like contractors sorry from the age of 23 so I'm 40 now um, they were that was in massage clinics and things so I'm just not one of those people that want to work for somebody else or has done a very good job of doing that and have actually coached personal trainers in the technicalities of you know everything to do with developing the human body through running their business I've done that for the last 10 years of it out of that 20 that's only the last couple of years that I've even promoted that online or really even knew what Facebook was, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But to me, it just explodes what should naturally be there as a person anyway. Um, yeah, and I think there's a lot of, we kind of pretend that you could, you know, you know, you know, because you run a business, you can't pretend to be rude or not answer the email or like it's, you know, everyone thinks that the online thing's a bit of a, a gauze or a wire in front of your face. I'm not even making any sense now, Rosie. So no, to... no, I know what you mean. And you, you yeah. can't hide behind it, basically. You've got to be who you are and, yep. um, and deliver. You can't hide. No, definitely. So how deep into that would you like me to go? So now, actually, well, I'll just say now for the last two years, I don't have a physical face-to-face -face business anymore. It's all 100% I coach personal trainers with their business, predominantly females mm -hmm. and predominantly very experienced ones. So I don't start with them from scratch because it's the first couple of years in business that are very, very hard to figure out. And so if they haven't got the gumption to get through that, 
Yeah. I'll break them. And it's the industry will break them in itself. There's no need to, two of us breaking them. <laughs> so it's like they need to do their apprenticeship first. And then I teach them how to make other offers that are also entwined with what they like to do that are also fun. So, yeah. you know, we were talking about retreats and stuff before. So that kind of thing, larger programs so that they're not just doing the $30, the $50, the whatever, because as you know, being a mum, you run out of time. Mm-hmm. There's only so many hours in the day, so girls seem to approach it a little bit differently to the guys. We just don't have as much time. We don't have time to hustle till 3 a.m. No, no. I mean, we've hustle. all tried it. We've all tried it, but, you know, you sleep deprived enough for this, so <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you mentioned retreats there. Are you going to share with us what happened when you didn't have a VA and you'd organised a retreat? <laughs> Rosie, I'll embarrass myself enough. So I was just saying, Rosie, that I'm, I, I used to find this really embarrassing that I wasn't one good at everything, and two thought that I had to fix everything about myself and the way I did business. And I suppose this is for everyone that's listening as well. Is you're good at the parts that you do, and that's okay. Actually, just focus on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really not very good at planning. I'm not very good at administration. But that's clearly why I'm not running an office. I did try that like when I was 19. That was a mistake. So I was telling Rosie I booked my own flight to go to the retreat, my own last, that last retreat, and I turned up on the wrong day. Lucky it was the day before, but my partner said, you're just trying to have an extra holiday, aren't you? I said, no, babe. <laughs> Sorry. Just I, I booked it on the wrong day. So I, to be honest, that's actually how I book flights all the time I booked us because I booked us on a weekend away and then we were returning to a different city yeah I didn't realize till we got on the plane on the way to Queensland and I said oh shit babe sorry look look what that says we're we're going back to a different airport what (laughs) (laughs) it was because I had two browser windows open at once yeah oh I love it so that being said I mean, I know what my shortcomings are, but when I'm communicating with someone like you that I want to take over the role, I think, because I know there's a lot of girls in my position, particularly the ones that I coach, and they're trying to, they're learning to have help, which mm-hmm. is big when you work by yourself for such a long time. One, they don't want to trust anybody. Mm-hmm. They think that they need to almost give their bank account details over the day that they start, and they're like, oh, I can't do that. I'm like, no, no, don't have. You don't need to do that, do you? But you really don't do that. No, it starts with a conversation and from your end, the feeling that I like when I'm talking to someone and it feels good is that I feel reassured that they know what they're doing. I feel it feels calm. It feels like it's all going ahead in the right spot. You feel like you're taken care of, you know. Um, And that's up to the people on your side to say, I know how to do this, 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 this. This is how it could look. Yeah. Yes. And this is, we don't even know what we want half the time. We just know what the panic is. Yeah. You know what the problems are. Yeah. And you kind of need to come in and be, you know, the, what, what's that called? The knight in shining armor and sweep yourself off our feet. Yeah. And it's funny because people assume, you know, if it's business admin and you're a business owner, that you're going to know how that all works. And that uncertainty is horrifying. It's just a really yuck experience to not know how somebody can support you and how they can take over that role. And then not only that, they're asking you to give them money. So for you to 
to ha- you need to have a feeling of absolute security and trust. Just like if you said to someone, can you renovate my house? And they just went, yeah, we'll get started tomorrow. And they don't tell you, you know, a, a breakdown of what, you know, when they're going to be there, what's actually going to take place each day. They don't have to tell you how, but they should be, you, you need to have certainty that you understand the basics around the process because it's, yeah. it's your business baby. Yeah, I think when you're in your own business, because we do it as well when we're presenting to clients for fat loss, for example, like we get, you get so ingrained in, no, I just know the methods and this is how it's going to happen and you forget that all the other person actually needs to hear from a sales transaction. I know that's a terrible word. Call it enrollment, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all they need to do is feel understood. Yeah. You don't need to go into the technicalities of how because often, especially with people in the fitness industry like me, you start talking about Excel spreadsheets even, that overwhelms us, like it, all of it. Yeah. Um, so they don't need to know the how, they just need to know they're taken care of, how much time it's going to take and what they should expect from you, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. Be, be totally honest if you don't, if you can't do something. I think it's very rare that someone would be um, like, you know, not to big note myself, but because I've played with a lot of technology over the years, only from trial and error, um, I have a large list and I know how to do all the things on the list. Mm-hmm. I just don't have time to do them. I don't know obviously how to do them very well either, but I know how to do them. Um, but it's not common that someone will know what that they need to use those things or yes. what the cheaper version of those things are. This, there's, you know, anything's possible, but it starts, I guess, with clearing the person's head and time, doesn't it? Yeah. I think one of the, the best conversations to start with is just to have a look at what your pain points are um, without yeah. going into too much detail, what your pain points are and what your goals are. So exploring where you want to actually take your business. And and then, you know, when they, you feel understood, as you said, you feel heard, um, looking at what you're currently using um, and seeing where they could fit in. And, you know, today, for example, I was helping someone find some support and the support they needed was very complimentary, but for them to do it well, it was ideal for them to have two different VAs supporting them. And those VAs would work together, and they've worked together before. So one does copywriting, one does social media. And so they will work together to provide that client with, you know, the full kit because you don't like the social media one saying, oh, yeah, I'm a copywriter if they're not, or the copywriter saying, oh, yeah, I'm all over social media if they're not. But if they're great at what they do, and they're great at communicating and they get where you want to go, well, then suddenly you've got the support and that confidence that you need. I think from the from the person that's trying to utilise the other person, so say one VA using another VA, because we're like this as well. We, you know, as a coach, we all specialise, as a personal trainer, say, back in fat loss, we all specialise in, you know, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. But not everything, clearly. Wow. Yeah. So it's really, it's obviously beneficial to be honest for the client because you've got to put the client's results first mm-hmm. but what it does on the flip side of that is because you have to grow you're forced to grow your network to be able to get that person better results mm-hmm. but it helps you stay for want of a better word it helps you stay in your lane and just do your good thing but then that person gets great results in fact they get even better results because you're not trying to do copywriting and social media like Sorry, pet lines a pet hate of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You need to stay in your lane and be proud of it. There are so many people who um, are scared to do that because they're scared they're going to miss out on... It is fear, yeah. Yeah. 
But if you're really great at what you do, then you're not going to miss out on opportunities. You're going to be better at it and you're going to have better results. Yeah, and it feels, I guess it feels, and this is, I think, the illusion that social media kind of gives us, that everybody's doing everything and they're all so much more successful than me and whatever, but just focus on that one thing in front of you and get the job done and get it done really, really well and it doesn't, you know how they say, go deep instead of wide. Yes. Stop trying to do 100 things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we never look at someone who's really successful and think, yeah, oh, gee, I bet they do everything across the board in their business. Never think that. No, so, because you as a you have your own VAs, don't you? Yeah, I have my own VAs. Absolutely. So I love it because they, you know, my my brain is wired a particular way. It's a little bit bent. <laughs> but they, in their own quirky little ways, they fill those gaps that I have so beautifully. Um and they between them they bring so much more to the table. They've got more ideas. They've got more resources. They can the added bonus being that when I'm fi- I'm doubting what I'm doing or I'm feeling like I'm uncertain about what I'm doing, I can I can actually brainstorm with them and talk to them about what's going on, and they get it because they're part of my team. So there's a lot of benefits to having you know a, a team like it can be a small team of people who have got the skills that you need across the board. Yeah, and do you recommend people? Sorry, here I go. No, don't ask me. Ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on as um, contractors or contractors, permanent part-time employees. Mine are all contractors. Um, they're just casual contractors, and um, you know they've got their own clients as well. Whereas some some VAs work. Uh, well, most of them will be contractors in Australia. They'll be contractors. Um, if you hire someone um, as a staff member, you're, you've just got a whole lot of different commitments to the ATO, for example, um, and in terms of dismissal laws, work cover, work safety, um, annual leave, sick leave, and that's one of the benefits of just going with a contractor. But then, as you, you mentioned earlier, that um, sometimes you'll have someone who says, yeah, I can help you, I can help you, and then they'll vanish. And that's probably slightly more likely to happen with a contractor than a staff member. Mm. Not definitely, but it's probably more likely. So there are risks and benefits either way. But for me, I just go with contractors and it's worked beautifully. Mm, yeah, interesting. Yeah, if someone was talking to me who's in recruitment or was in recruitment a while ago saying how she would prefer if we went, I'm talking about my business model. Yep. She wants them to be employees now. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I permanent part time or whatever, just so that it doesn't have to restart all the time and restart and then you restart and you restart. So, but I guess it's the first. What are you special? Sorry, here I go again. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to think what the what the frame is about. So. You said you work with people that are just starting and then people that are have been in the industry for a long time. Mm-hmm. If a VA is in the industry for a long time, like your girls, do they just work for you or do they work for lots of people? Oh, they need to work for multiple people. Otherwise, they'd be at risk of being classified as an employee. So oh, okay. Yeah, so you've got to, you've got to um, fit a certain number of, tick a certain number of boxes according to the ATO to be um, working as a contractor. If they deem at the end of the financial year that you are in fact an employee, even though you're not set up technically as an employee, 
then everything changes. You've got to get paid annually, sick leave, and all that sort of stuff. So it can get a bit messy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the 25% or whatever it is. Uh, there's, there's a few different factors. Um, and if there's anyone out there who's unsure whether they, because obviously when you first start your business, you can have one client. Um, so don't freak out about that. But if you, there's certain um, questions that you can ask around the rights that you have in the role, um, about who can do the job for you if you're not doing it, what responsibility you have, what equipment you're using, who pays for that, a few different things around that. And so you can contact the ATO and just ask them and say, this is the setup that I've got. What, what, what class, you know, do I fall under staff or do I fall under um, contractor? Okay. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something earlier about pain points, which is funny because I use that as well a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, what do you teach people to get the pain points out of their clients? Because I'm just thinking back to previous conversations I've had and they ask, you know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And then what do you need me to do? And I'm like, well, you, I don't know how to join those dots. <laughs> so there needs to be a few more questions in between. I don't know what they could be, but it would be great if there were more questions in between. Yes. That are, that will help me to figure out what my pain points are. Yes. Yeah. Um, build around their personal skill set of the problems that they solve. Yeah. And so when they ask you about what you do, I think it's important that they also ask you what your goals are for your business um, and where you want to direct it. And then ask you about what are the things that you feel are holding you back? What are things that cause you stress? What are things that you're spending time on that you're not making money on? And they can give you time to do this. One activity is over a week or so is to just make a note of everything that you work on. It's not fun, but make a note. Yeah, like a a little audit. Yeah, do an audit. Work out how much time you're spending on it. And, and give it a score in terms of how much you enjoy doing it and also whether it's, there's a return on investment for you doing it in terms of someone's paying you. If it's something that brings you joy and gives you energy and you're not getting paid for it, you might still want to hold on to it because it's bringing you joy. But if it's something that I call an LST, which is a life-stepping task, where you are not getting paid for it um, and you hate it and you, it makes you feel crappy and you're slow at it, then those are the things that you would highlight and start looking at getting somebody else in to help you with, to start with. My goodness, so I want to hire you now. (laughs) So I've never, and even though we were talking about both being a little bit disorganised, that's a really creative way to approach it because I already feel better because I know that I would be understood. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's all about communication. Yeah. And trying to put the virtual assistant, um, and, and virtual assistants have so many different skills. They might be coming to you to help you build a website or maintain it. They might be coming to you to help you with your bookkeeping, help you with copywriting, social media. It's really broad. Um, or your CRM. What they need to do is actually relate to you and find out and understand that running a business is really hard and that you're doing it because you're really good at this activity over here. But to keep your business going, you've been doing all these other things over here and working really hard. So they need to sort of coach you to, um, to be able to stop and think about what stuff um, actually makes you happy and what stuff doesn't because it can meld into one big blurry, frustrating pile of ugh 
mm. not thinking about it and being given permission to break it down. Mm. So as soon as someone says, look, I know that these are all things that you're dealing with and it's tough, and also when they're thinking about what your goals are, are your goals financial or are they around spending more time with the family? Because that's going to impact the way you look at your return on investment when you hire a VA. You can't, you know, if, if you want to get in there and say, okay, I'm overworked, I'm making enough money, but I'm overworked, it's too hard, that's very different in terms of seeing whether it's successful or not um, to if you say, I'm not making enough money and I want to do more. Yeah. Yes, because your time's limited. Yeah, that's right. So if you don't get clear on that sort of stuff, you might find that you get in there and you're trying to rip off this Band-Aid and you're not sure which direction you want to go in, you don't even know which injury you're trying to fix, and then it's very hard to measure whether it's working or not. Yeah, actually, that's a great analogy that you don't know which what the injury is you're trying to fix. Especially yeah. communicating about the injury and the pain points, etc. Yeah, I think people always. I don't know. Do you get, um, or do you encourage girls to sign people up for a certain period or anything? Or because um, I haven't had that experience, but mm-hmm. I mean, well, I teach mine too because you have to be the being the expert. You know, it's going to take this time. Yeah, yeah. So there needs to be some kind of time. It would make me feel better as well that. There was always some time frame talked about, even though, like I said, I don't work well with my own diary yeah. and time frames. <laughs> so do, you, I'm fine with work. You'd want them to give you at least five hours again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no more. No, you're right. You would want to accept the fact that you, you're going to need a certain number of months before you feel like you are on the same page, even because. It's not about training the VA to do stuff. It's about orientating them on your business and your goals and how certain parts of you are annoying and certain parts of you are not, right? <laughs> right. This is all adding up to be a really good free quiz. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do that. Yeah. So they need time because it's, it's just about getting to know each other and getting to, to work out what works best. And, and giving it, you know, wiggle room. And then after that, you start setting goals, so future goals together. And um, what you will find is when you're setting goals with the virtual assistant that you've got, so the women that are, are running these virtual assistant businesses should be able to, no matter what service it is they're offering, um, should be able to look at future outcomes and start saying, okay, well, this is the outcome we want to achieve by this project or by doing this particular activity. Um, we're going to, a, you know, these are the timelines that we're going to put on that and for reassessing it and for achieving it um, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that way you're working together as a team and that if they've got the outcomes, you're both on the same page, they will be able to see opportunities for you that they wouldn't have been able to see if they were just doing tasks that you handed to them without doing this other stuff. Like um, that you can get somebody off the internet that doesn't even speak it of English to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is the whole benefit of having someone in the same country and time zone to, to help with, which, you know, finding you and your group and website and stuff was like pulling hen's teeth, to be honest, because there's just not many. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much advertising out there for you know, the offshore options, which are valid for some solutions. But if you need someone who understands Australian business culture, is running their own business, is going to be looking for opportunities for you, 
and wants to sit and plan and support you to achieve those outcomes, then, you know, that's the Australian virtual system industry right there. It's it's not the cheap offshore option. Yeah, they, I just find they don't speak English very well. Well, communication, I was talking to some players about this last night, you know, communication is, you know, this much of the, the project, you know, I need to make it in the mirror. So that's communication and that's the rest of the project, really. So if your communication's not there, then, you know, it's hard enough with someone who speaks Australian, not just English, Australian, yeah. doesn't <laughs> email or phone or messenger well, who doesn't respond, that's hard enough. But if you've got a language barrier as well, and it doesn't matter if someone overseas speaks perfect English, Australian and the way we interpret things is very different, which sucks for them because it's very, very hard to learn. I'm just face palming because I just realised I haven't responded to my VA's message who she's now sent it to me through Facebook Messenger as well <laughs> because I'm shit at replying. So communication fails. <laughs> yeah. None of them what she's talking about even matters because I can't get the message. I can't. I'm sorry if you're watching this. I'll reply to it. Um, <laughs> there's multiple ones of them. But what I actually, like me in the beginning 10 years ago doing the online thing, I've realised is, oh, actually I've already said that, but there's just not one person that's good at one thing anyway. Mm. But for I think like what's so what the first step feels like to me it's really just distinguishing because I'm trying to think now for my for my girls right that are just getting so busy one of them's outsourced her cleaning yes great start yes yeah but to the hubby because hubby didn't want to get a cleaner so that's a very funny story (laughs) (laughs) a very good one actually (laughs) Um, yeah so they just don't know where to start and just realizing that it's a mess. Maybe they need to do a free questionnaire or something with you. Yeah. To figure out what what the problems are, what drains them, what doesn't drain them. Yeah. Um, what to give over first without having to give over your bank account details because it's not really all about budgetary stuff, is it? There's every business has so much admin behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You know, responding to clients and setting up automations. You know, when when you've got yeah, you want to be running programs for your clients, then having automation set up is going to save you a massive amount of time and grief, and it'll be consistent. Um, and it'll you know you can always just make sure that things are happening, even if you're not. Um, but connecting everything is around connecting and making sure your clients feel that they are being supported and they're getting value for their money. And it doesn't matter if you're doing the personal training session or the mentoring session, there's still going to be plenty of things around that that are expected before and after sessions, um, when you go to networking events, following up networking events, um, all sorts of stuff. If you want to get more PR, you want to be getting more blog writing opportunities or podcast opportunities, you know, these are areas that you can get someone to help you with. Wow, that see to me that sounds like a really advanced PA. So that, to be honest, is the difference between five up work or mm-hmm. an Australian PA. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, work's not going to get you gigs to talk. Or no, maybe they are. Sorry, just not in my experience. Well, that's right. Well, the Australian VAs, the ones that are on my network, I mean, one of my VAs would definitely do. Well, actually, all three of them look for opportunities for me all the time anyway. Um, and then I've got someone who does Facebook advertising for me and I've got another one who manages my phones. So um, there's five across the board. Yeah, and they've all got different skill sets. So, yeah, they're amazing. 
they make my life so I, I've only got a certain number of hours a week and that's not a lot to run my business uh, and I don't want to be spending the time that I'm not in here stressing out about stuff so to have people who are on the ground who um, really get where I want to go and that that means I need to communicate with them where I want to go um, but they're there they're listening and they're excited about it and they're looking for opportunities that is above and beyond the actual individual task that I give them yeah but yeah. that's like a mini operations manager or something. You've yeah. got five part-time ones. Yep. I need five. Can I have five of those too? <laughs> I'll find you five. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to message you after this because I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, life is so much easier. It's like with your friends, you know, the housekeeping. That's another area I need to get back into because, um, you know, you sign up to run a business or to, to, to do what you're awesome at but at no point did you remember signing up to do your bookkeeping or your social media or, um, you know, all the bits and bobs that are really annoying, right? The same as when you, you buy a house, if suddenly someone decided that you are in charge of making sure that everything in that house is kept up to date, maintained, people get fed. That's when you have kids. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Before you have kids, who cares who gets fed, right? <laughs> When you have kids, there's this legal requirement that you have kids every day. And for people like me, that's really stressful. That's more stressful than anything I do in my business. Being with the kids is not. It's the sorting all that other stuff out because I don't enjoy it. I will sort the garden out. I will paint every room in the house. There are things I love to do, but there are other things that I don't. And so same with your business. Just outsource it. Stop being a martyr. And thinking, oh, I have to be everything to everyone because then you're going to be nothing to anybody. Yeah, and very, very, very stressed, and then you can't create from there. Yeah, yeah you can't be creative with the stress. And if, as a business owner, you do need to be creative. Yeah, a lot of that's not like it, it's very masculine, isn't it? And I don't really like the masculine, feminine, feminine thing. But a lot of it is like how everything's done and run is expected to be masculine hustle, you've got to work this many hours a day. There's only so many days really for a woman who is also expected to be mother and house cleaner. Yeah. Oh, the best thing ever, housekeeper. Yeah. Oh, I'd I, I just totally build another room out the back for someone to live there if they wanted to manage my house for me. <laughs> That'd be nice. So that's exactly that's exactly it though. You know, when you stop and you just go, okay, well, I'm not effective doing all of these things. It's the same as in life as in business. And when you're running your own business, as you know, you're when you start outsourcing, sometimes it is good to start outsourcing, not with a virtual assistant or someone within the virtual assistant industry, but with a cleaner or a cook or a babysitter to just get those massive distractions out of the way so you can focus on your business. Good point, actually. Oh, that's something on the tip of my tongue. I'll think of it in a second. Yeah. So if a VA came to you and they wanted to support you because they're passionate about coaching and they're passionate about health, what sort of what what would they need to do for you to say, oh, yep, I need you in my life? For me to say that, I'd need to speak to them. And to be honest, every time I've done something like that and put an ad out that I need X. I feel like I need a PA to go through the resumes. Have you put them out on Facebook and stuff like that or Upwork? All of the above. Yeah. 
You do, and um, I've said that other and other websites, yeah. everything. I'm like 500 replies. Yeah, where they just yeah not suitable. And you do, you need someone. You need to hire someone first to filter through all those responses. It's so painful. <laughs> So how do you get them? Actually, you said something before and I thought, oh, yeah, this is all really painful. But these are the questions that, you know, that they just need to ask questions around what's effective, what's not effective, what's not working for you at the moment, what's making you stressed. You know, it feels like you're saying the same thing six times with a different word, but you really will get a different response from the client. And it's like peeling a layer off and a layer off and a layer off. Obviously, you know, build a bit of rapport and whatever first. but. There, like people in our industry, in the fitness industry, who are used to seeing a lot of people like quite quickly and fast and whatever, we're generally open books, like just get straight to the point kind of thing. Um, what would they need to ask? Just that, like just to keep it simple, mm -hmm. not what systems do I want them to use or any of that, because. I guess it's different from the perspective, and sorry, this is not really answering the question, but the, I'm just thinking about the girls that you've got helping you. That's a very different level to somebody that's doing data entry or emails or just blog or just one thing, mm -hmm. isn't it? So um, I think in the framework of the first session or something, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it depends. Um, you, I, I find that most of the time, if you're working with someone who's a virtual assistant and they are self-employed and they're here in Australia, they are really high level. And um, and that's where people get confused because they're expecting someone who does, you know, the, the lower end stuff and low end stuff only. But that's very, it's actually quite rare unless they're just starting off and they're just finding their feet um, and, you know, just testing the waters, which is fine. Obviously, we need to all start somewhere. Most of the time, they've got a really good head around how you can grow your business. So they've got elements of um, coaching skills within them. Yeah. And and you can tell that within the first conversation because, as you said, you know, when they actually ask, ask you that question but they ask it in a few different ways, it shows that they're actually trying to get an over, like an actual thorough answer from you, not just a cursory answer to fill their form, um, where they actually do want to know what, where they can fit in to make your life easier. And, yeah, they are very high level. That's something people just don't seem to realise is that the Australian VA is a very high level. Actually, do you know how it could be sold from the money perspective? I just sort of thought is, it, like, it's got to provide, you know, five to ten times the value of what it is. Mm -hmm. So I, that gets to be part of the conversation as well rather than because somebody who's hiring, on my perspective, would be sitting there thinking, and this is just because my girls say this, that, oh, no, I can't afford it. I'm like, no, you can't not afford it. Yeah. You're on the phone, enrolling somebody for $1,500, they're over there, and that's $30 an hour doing data entry for you or whatever they're doing. You can't not afford it. It's yeah. Do that, free up the time, because I like to do everything all at the same time, whereas some of them take a little bit longer, get a, get a little bit of money, and then hire somebody. But I think if the VA can, when you're in that conversation, if they can then look at the cost benefit, would you call it? Yeah. Of what can it do for the business from a financial perspective and don't just look at pain relief but then go into pleasure as well. Yeah. Oh, okay, so really in 12 months it'll be here. 
Yeah. And 18 months then, when we've got this under this system, it'll be here. Would that be good? And then get the client's enrollment. Yeah. yeah. That, that level of understanding, which to be honest is as learning how to sell. Yeah. 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 And which is just communication. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who, as you said, you know, they say they can't afford it. They haven't worked out what they're worth at their most valuable activity and they haven't worked out what the consequences of hiring someone will be to, to them. So what they, what can you then do? If you've got someone who's doing this, what can you then do? Because you can't just sit on your butt and assume things are going to improve because someone else is doing this. What are you going to do? What's it going to allow you to do to then build on your business? So, you know, and that's part of that return on investment. A lot of VAs, I think, struggle with, um, try offering, um, oh, so how do you word it? But basically saying, you know, in a year from now, you could be making this amount of money. They don't want to make promises that they can't keep. Um, so they, there can be a struggle around that, but it, it can, it can be as simple as saying, what could you achieve with, with this stuff getting done for you? Your system being stronger, your processes being stronger and having more time on your side. What could you achieve? Yeah. Mm. And then they can start talking about figures. And go well. Actually, I could. I could probably get you know support this many clients, or I could run that program and then start. Yeah. To it. Then they could ask questions because I think you do. Like I'm not a mathematician. I'm very far from it. I'm more an artist, but you still have to ask. Yeah. Okay. So if you got an extra four hours, what are you going to do with it? Or if you could run ten more people through that program, what would that be worth? Mm. You'd actually get time to take a holiday because that was being taken care of. How would that feel? Yeah. But we forget. And I know they're probably not in sales land because they're maybe more admin or operations background or whatever. But if you work for yourself, different kettle of fish, isn't it now? Yeah, and a lot of that involved, which is yeah. just understanding the customer. But you can't until you're on the phone. No, that's right. Yeah, so having those conversations is important. Most of my VAs are around the $50 mark per hour. But I don't actually care how long it takes them to do stuff. I just want to know that things are getting done and, and then what it's going to cost at the end of the day. I, I don't need a time breakdown because that actually doesn't benefit me in any way, shape or form. So if, where possible, if you can get a virtual assistant that is outcome based. So, you know, you say, okay, well, I want you to do this newsletter, this blog post, manage the social media page and, um, respond to these things or whatever it might be each month. That's going to be this price. Doesn't matter how long or how quickly you do it. This is the outcome. I know this is the outcome and this is what it's going to cost. When we start worrying about how long people are spending doing things, it gets the focus is wrong. It doesn't matter. If, if someone's not good at it, they're going to take longer. Why is that a good thing? If they're really great at it, they're going to take less time. So it's, it's not a, it's not a healthy way of looking at it. No, that's a really, really good. But, but even like I still look at it like that. Yeah, yeah. I know. But you, so I'm going from someone saying you need an operations manager to me going, I want you to do that for two hours. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's not but helpful. I, could, I yeah. could do nothing for two hours, <laughs> and I'd still charge you for it because I was sitting there pretending to do something for you to, for two hours, or I could absolutely kick out whatever that outcome was in thirty minutes, and then suddenly I'm paid less because I'm super efficient doesn't work that way. You should work out the value of the outcome rather than the hourly value 
of you know price that they've put on oh, the value of the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, interesting explaining that, isn't it? That's a total re-education of the entire industry, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> of everything. Because yeah. even I'm thinking like even me trying to brainwash my girls of, you know, that's so valuable to have a cleaner. Yeah. Some are like, oh, no, Mama, it only takes 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not the 10 minutes that it takes. It's the brain change. Yeah. And yeah. the stress looking around the house thinking I've got to do that. You know, I've got to do that later. Why isn't anyone else doing that? Why do I have to do that? You know, all of that's in your head and it doesn't have to be. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I think there's been some pretty good food for thought there today. How about we wrap that up and um, and we might revisit this down the track and see see if we can take the conversation a little bit further. What do you think? Yeah, I've definitely got some questions for you from my girls' perspective, so that's good. I'll get them to listen to this and I'll also, they're not just girls, sorry, I've got a, a big free group that I'll put you in and ask some questions because they all need help and re-educating on the, it's not, it's the value of the outcome, not it's the value of the money because, yeah, Upwork and Fiverr are definitely there for that. You really get what you pay for. They're the people that did, you sometimes I've still got some from a few years ago, but lots of them have disappeared and done chunky jobs as well. Yeah, yeah. But that's in the communication, but it's very hard to communicate with people from other countries. Yeah, that's right. So there's a lot of skills involved in running a business, including the skill of outsourcing. Um, but there are, yeah, there's definitely ways to do it. So you've given me some good food for thought. I'll put some checklists together and, um, and we'll, yeah, see how we can go with that. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been really nice chatting with you. Thank you, Rosie. Talk to you soon. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Virtually Yours podcast, Outsourcing Mysteries Exposed. Between now and our next session, I know you're going to be hanging out to take some action on outsourcing in your business. So head on over to virtuallyyours.com.au and you can download some information there about the best ways to outsource for business growth. If you're a virtual assistant, make sure you join us. We have an amazing virtual assistant community at Virtually Yours. Aussie VAs connecting and helping each other grow. Have a fantastic day and I'll see you at the next podcast.